0: Ah, welcome to the mind of Jones. Uh, what are you people doing here, um, Master Jones? trio nigga, hello. We have visitors. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mind of Jones. Uh, Thank you again for being a part of this. This is where I try to use my two brain cells to try to comprehend the insanity of the world. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And this is probably one of the weirdest nights or one of the weirdest mornings that I've had um, after watching that last fight last night. uh, Watching the fight between Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. um, Internet sensation um, against, well, somebody that could be considered one of the greatest of all time in regards to the sport of boxing. Um, This was something I... Couldn't even comprehend or even come to an idea of why this would happen. But, of course, um, this was something that definitely um, shocked a couple people. Um, Wasn't really what we were actually fully expecting. But um, for myself, of course, after watching boxing for so long, I kind of suspected that this wasn't going to be a power game with Floyd. Um, Floyd's in his later years. Floyd's um, 44 in age. um, Going against a Logan Paul that's in 26 of age. This is um, definitely... Definitely um, something I probably couldn't have even expected, but um, this is something that for sure kind of changed a little bit in regards to the sport of boxing. This is um, definitely one of those big events um, that happened to take over, which I talked about in my last podcast um on brain versus the universe that this is something that i don't know if it's going to be um great for the sport of boxing um for sure right now it is bringing a lot of eyes to it um but with these two kids um, between logan paul and jake paul um they're doing something that honestly Nobody else has been able to do in a long, long time, Um, and honestly, they are becoming probably one of the greatest marketers um, that we've seen in the last couple of years. I mean, the last person we saw that became to be a great marketer for their brand themselves um, may have been Conor McGregor um, with his time in the UFC and then transferring over to boxing, wanting to fight Floyd. Um, So. It's something I wasn't really sure was going to be a great fight. Um, of course, this is going to be definitely one of those paydays for Floyd. Um, this is what he was looking for anyway. Um, but it went the distance um, for sure. The, I'm going to talk about the rest of the card a little bit later. Um, but I want to go into this, this part for sure, the main event, um, with Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Um, as we can see on the stats right now, um, the way that it was shown, and if everybody was able to watch as well um it looked like there was a lot of people there um this definitely was one of those monumental events um not really for the sport of boxing but more for entertainment wise um on a sunday night which was kind of surprising i thought they would have tried to go for a saturday night um where they can get that good big fight feel um but definitely um was interested that they chose for a sunday night um we had floyd who was coming in of of course, height advantage 5'8", um, and you had Logan Paul at a height advantage of 6'2". Um, as well as, when it comes to his reach, he had, of course, we all know Floyd at a 7'2 reach, um, but Logan Paul was definitely one of the bigger competitors that he's taken on. He was more of in that middle middleweight, heavyweight realm um, at 7'6", um, on his reach advantage. Um, he also came in about 30 pounds um, over, um, which is kind of interesting. But from what I'm looking at on the unofficial scorecards um, for CBS, he was showing that, um, of course, Floyd in the first round had a ten to nine um, with Paul in the nine, um, as well as when it came to the second uh, second round, he actually had a nine to ten um, with Paul up, and then at a at the third round we had a ten to nine, and moving forward it was ten to nine all the way up until the eighth round. So they actually had him totaled at um, Floyd being at 79 in total. Um, And then you had also had Paul at 73 in total. So Paul actually surprised a lot of people in this fight um, for sure. Wasn't really... For myself, I wasn't really surprised, but what it seems like from everybody else um, are from um, different media sites. They're kind of surprised at the fact that he lasted the full eight rounds. Um, I was amazed that I definitely saw that he was gassed after the first three rounds. I um, mean, definitely looked like he was tired. He definitely started taking a lot of shots uh, from Floyd. Um, Floyd started picking and choosing, getting his timing down and completely started just ravaging this kid. Um, but for sure for paul himself this was something that i probably wouldn't have said um he wouldn't have even lasted this long um i definitely would have gave him maybe the sixth round he would have been down and done um but from what i could see as well um floyd within his age he's definitely doesn't have that power that he used to have back then um in his younger years um this is something that we've all kind of noticed in the last couple of fights prior to him i not really considering a retirement he's just more of a stepping away from the sport of boxing Um, but definitely in those last couple of fights you kind of saw that he didn't have that power anymore Um, it was more of strategically breaking you down um, making you really take your shots very choice very chosenly are very much um, trying to strategically come at him but he's always there with a counter punch and always there with the shoulder roll Um, so This is something I probably wouldn't have expected, um, for sure. I'm pretty sure some other people probably would have expected, of course, a knockout. But this is Floyd in his later years. We can't expect Floyd to be able to have that knockout power anymore, even if this kid, he even if this kid may have a strong jaw which is the worst thing that you could possibly say about a boxer honestly um is saying that he has an iron chin that just means he could take a lot of hits which is the worst thing that you could probably do in the sport of boxing because of course we all see the later effects on a lot of different boxers um <laughs> in their later years um so that's one of the things i kind of hate when people say that it's the whole iron chin he can take a licking and he can keep punching like no no um i probably would say that floyd's done it the best um at this point is not really falling into that type of dynamic or that type of style of boxing um him taking lesser hits keeping his body in shape making sure that he's able to roll off and do that shoulder roll is probably one of the most legendary things that they have out there in the sport of boxing that is definitely taught probably to a lot of people to be able to understand how to do so he just happened to be the one that mastered it and made it a legendary form um so But back to the fight, Um, as well as what we were able to see um, with this Logan Paul and Floyd match, um, for sure, I'm definitely interested to see um, where he's going to go next, Um, who's his next opponent, who's going to step into it. I mean, this was a kid that he only had a 0-0 record. He's only had a 0-1 record, so he's fought only against one other person, and that was a YouTube star, KSI, um, who knocked him out. Um, So it was very surprising when he was able to even get this option to fight Floyd. And honestly, I got to say this about Logan Paul. He doesn't seem like he's the asshole that his brother is um, for sure. <laughs> um, he seems like he understands his predicament of where he's at. He doesn't try to overbite himself. He doesn't seem like he, he definitely tried to be a shit talker, but he's not, is not bred into him. He's not one of those guys um, from what I could see. Um, Jake is just fucking inherent at it. He's one of the guys that I probably got to say has. Um, what we would call in wrestling, um, Xbox heat. He's, he's just, you just hate him. (laughs) You just hate him. You just get to that point where you go, man, I, I just want to see this kid get knocked out. This is not the feeling that I had for Logan Palm. Honestly, he just seems like one of those guys that definitely knew where he was. He knew the blessing that he had being able to fight Floyd Mayweather and being able to not really goad him into the idea. He just basically put it out there in, in the face and see if, what would happen. And, of course, Floyd saw this as a great money deal. Um, of course, you're going to be able to get a YouTube star that's got a lot of publicity behind him right now, um, them wanting to become fight teams. He didn't go after Jake. He went after Logan. Um, of course, we all played the game of seeing that press conference and seeing how that would have worked um that would have had jake up there on the stage instead of uh logan on the stage um as we saw with jake deciding to take the hat and also already having a hat made um ready to order (laughs) on his website to be able to sell like this this kid is on a whole nother level um even after his last fight that he had um with ben Askren, um he already had that purely marketed out perfectly put together Um, As well as even before that with Nate Robinson, where he had the fight literally on his channel following him having the fight. He already had it there to make extra money off the back of that, um, putting it on his YouTube page. I mean, this kid is one of the best marketers that we have right now and definitely in the sport of boxing. Um, I can't deny that. Um, But within all of this, um, let's look at exactly how much they were willing to make. um, Just say just off initially them showing up. And from what I was able to see, this is probably one of the most um, amazing things that I was able to see uh, was the fact of that just for being there, just for showing up for the first time, just for showing up the day of Floyd was able to make $10 million. Plus, he had a 50% earning of the pay-per-view of the pay-per-view buys. That's huge. That's huge. And that makes sense on why he would take this offer. Um, As well as for Logan Paul, he was looking at earning $250,000 for just showing up, plus a 10% pay-per-view earning of revenue for the buy rate. So if you think about this, these two men had, one had 50%, the other had 10%. If let's say we had about 4 million people decide that they wanted to buy this fight last night, which I feel bad for you guys (laughs) because you guys did not get what you probably were looking for. Um, For sure, I'm pretty sure a lot of those people that um, paid for those tickets to be in the arena didn't expect what they got and were very much not happy, Um, but should have seen it coming. But I knew what everybody was there for. Him. So we're not even gonna go into that. Um, but if you had four million people paying for the pay per view, you're looking at Floyd earning over a hundred million in all, um, at the end of the fight, and you're looking at actually Logan Paul getting about twenty million, which is huge. Huge for this kid. For this guy. I can't even call him a kid, even though he's what, twenty six? younger than me he's one year younger than me and he's made if they had that buy rate r plus man you're looking at 20 million or more um by the end of this fight and i could see them getting to that four million mark um for this fight um with the amount of press that was put behind it with the amount of people that were there just to see if floyd was going to lose just to see if floyd was going to get a knockout like it's This is probably one of the biggest things that are going to come for this kid and being able to make it to um, being at this type of level. Um, I would love to see who's going to try to step in next um, or who's going to want to take on this type of payday. I don't think it would be as big unless it's somebody that's in his weight class uh, would be the only way that I would see it being something of a bigger move for him Um, or somebody with the punching power to be able to knock him out. Now, if we were talking about, let's say, Jake Paul versus a Canelo. um, That would make money. Because people are going to tune in to see if this is going to be a knockout. They're not going to be expecting Jake Paul to knock out Canelo Alvarez, but they will be expecting Canelo Alvarez to knock out Jake Paul. Um, As well as if we came to Logan Paul, who could be his next opponent, I would probably say if he's trying to think, I don't know, within the world of boxing or within the world of MMA, um, I don't know. I kind of would love to see him versus, let's say, a Darren Williams um, in MMA. I mean, we already have Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley um, for Showtime pay-per-view, which is amazing that Showtime is dabbling into this, these exhibition matches. Um, just to say, um, I guess they see the value in these two kids as well um, to be able to decide that I'm going to go ahead and you know put in my little two cents. I mean, they're moving away from Triller to now doing Showtime is the premier spot for boxing. So, for them to pull this off outside of HBO deciding to pay for this, um, it's pretty big. That's a pretty big move for both of them to be able to have fights on Showtime um, pay-per-view. Um, But for sure, I don't know what would be their next bouts. Um, and We already know one of their next bouts is going to be for Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. But actually, I know some people really want to see uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Jake Paul. Uh, now that would be a very different aspect um, that would be something that honestly I may not really want to see and that's not a that's not a spite towards um, Jake Paul this is more towards Floyd mayweather I don't feel like Floyd still has that punching power and I'm a lover of Floyd um, for his ability of how he works within that ring he's a break you he will break you down um, and he will basically send you um, to want to learn more about boxing because he just breaks you down he his skill is unmatched at this point. Um, but there's something about that kid, Jake Paul, that I can't deny he is a hungry. He is a hungry person. He is ready to see what happens next. He is the the best promoter that you can get at this point. Um, that will be probably the biggest promoted fight um, in a while. Um, I don't know if this is going to be good. Um, Honestly, this would actually, um, there was a Floyd versus Jake fight. I think it would do better than a Pacquiao versus Spinks fight. And that's big to say um, because that fight is coming up in the next couple of months. Um, But that, the fight between Floyd and Jake would be monumental over that fight it would definitely overshadow it. Um, but I am interested to see how Tyron willie is going to do. I think this is going to be a great test for um, Jake Paul um, to see how he works against an actual good striker. Ben Askren was not a good striker. Ben Askren was a great grappler. Um, they would have been in an MMA match he had better chances. Um, But for a boxing match, nobody saw Ben Askren as being a great striker. So that's just not going to happen. But... We'll see how this goes. Also, within the card, which I'm gonna talk about, is going to be our other exhibition match. Um, one of the ones that were more touted towards, and that was Chad Johnson versus Bryant Maxwell. So, at first, we didn't know who Chad Johnson was going to be going um, was going to be fighting against. Um, they hadn't disclosed at the start um, of the promotion or promoting for these fights, um, but now we were able to see um, Bryant's. Maxwell who's thirty three, Chad Johnson, who is forty-three, um, from Miami, Florida. Um Brian Maxwell is from Rocky Mountain, Virginia. He is at a weight he's at a height of six of six um six oh, um, as well as we have Chad Johnson who is six one. Um so of course Chad has a little bit of a height advantage. They didn't show his reach advantage in here. Um, but what we're able to see, um, this came down to a draw. We were able to see Chad Johnson looks um, pretty, pretty decent, honestly. Um definitely has some work to do this is definitely one of his um trying something new trying to see how things will go see if he's going to be able to make it um as a boxer this is his kind of test for himself of course he made a great payday off of it as well that's the reason why he took the fight um as well as this was an expedition for himself so um he did very well um it looks like he had a knockdown somewhere around the third or fourth round um but as well as he made it the distance. He went the full eight rounds. Um, of course, it came down to a draw. Um, this is definitely something um, he can always test himself in. I think for himself, he needs a little bit more time to really build out his skill set when it comes to boxing. But I think this is a great tester for him, a great challenge for him to take on and for him to be a part of. Um, I felt like it gave a lot of eyes to what he was trying to do. Um, so we'll see if he continues in the sport of boxing. He's done a couple of different things from bull riding to all types of other experimental ideas. That he thought would um, be something great for him. So we'll see how this all works out. Um, as well as on the card. We had a couple of other people. As well as Jared Heard. Um, versus Luis Ares. Um, who also. Um, we saw that Luis Ares. Um, as well won that match. Um, and then also on this card. We had Barada Jake. Um, versus. Dervin Collin. Um But. We saw them as well um, with Jake coming out as the winner. Um, But this card altogether, I'm pretty sure some people were very disappointed with how this ended with them all looking for a knockout, which is what we've been seeing from Jake Paul in his matches. Um, But... Honestly, I got to say for most people, um, this is probably one of the most interesting um, looks for boxing. Uh, We're going to see if this lasts or if it doesn't. Um, But this whole celebrity boxing ring, this whole thing of um, bringing in YouTube stars, um, we're starting to see this become more of a normality across um, boxing right now. I mean, they just had this whole um, dumb event called um, TikTokers versus YouTubers. Um, that had a couple of people I don't even know um, being a part of this event. And I don't know how this went. I don't even know if this happened. This is how badly marketed this is. Um, but we're seeing these celebrity leagues, are these celebrities wanting to come into the boxing ring and thinking that they could be able to work um, against some of these pro boxers. Are They're trying to go at their own little leagues and create these weird fighting events that – don't produce anything worthwhile, honestly. Um, the only thing I've seen produced worthwhile were the Paul brothers. They're the only ones that seem to be doing it semi-correctly. Um, but outside of that, the rest of these leagues need to honestly stop i mean they're not doing anything for anybody on these exhibitions are the uh, are these little small channels trying to be able to make their own leagues it isn't working and some people can say that this is going to help the sport of boxing with more eyes being on the sport of boxing but at the same time you have to look at it in the eyes of are they going to permanently stay Within the boxing realm. This is the issue that we're coming across is that, of course, we want to have more people viewing boxing as an, as a way um, to be to continue to build boxing into what we want it to be um, and get as many eyes as we used to have in the regards of having the Floyd's and having the the Ortiz and having um, some of the top stars at the time that were really bringing in a lot of eyes to the sport of boxing. Iron Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, um, Roy George Jr. Um, these were guys that brought in eyes. Um, but now we're starting to see that it's starting to dwindle a lot and it's starting to move towards the idea of sensationalizing these celebrities as being... Um, Worthy of being in a boxing ring, um, I understand that we used to have these celebrity leagues, but these were always sent as something as like exhibition matches, not televised, not put anything small ring, um, small charity events was where they're supposed to be used for. Now they're being put on pay-per-view. Now they're being put as a buy rate behind them. That's a questionable mark for me. This is where it becomes more of an issue because now you're having celebrity boxing matches that may have more built, more marketing behind an actual boxing match, an actual pro versus pro. Now you're getting amateur versus pro or amateur versus amateur. And these are some of the issues that are going to be happening within the sport of boxing that I can't really abide by and I can't really say is good for the sport of boxing. Um, so we have to look at this in a certain way of. Yes, these are big events, but these are entertainment events. These aren't boxing events. These are the things that we have to look at it as. Um, I don't know if everybody's going to fully agree with that. Um, And some people may have, of course, disagreements towards it and how things are seen. Um, But... There is a conscious um, issue that's going to be happening in the next couple of years. If we continue on this type of path where we're bringing celebrities into the idea of being pros, um, of being pros in the sport of boxing. And we're promoting them as if they're pros when they're only amateurs. This is the issue that we're going to be coming across. So hopefully as um, well, greatly marketed, um, definitely. um I would say worth the viewing. Um, Unless you're a fan, of course, of either of these two people, just take a look at it. I would probably say look at the highlights. Um, But don't actually, don't pay for these type of events because these are just, they're cash grabs to a point. They're cash grabs. There was a point within this match um, where you can say that definitely there was an agreement that was made where we won't knock each other out. Because there was a point when about the fourth fifth round um, Logan took a nice shot to the head and he hunched over he was hunched over he wasn't punching anymore and Floyd was holding him up um, of course you could say hey that was strategy um, of course big guy leans over puts his body weight on the other on the other boxer whenever they have to hold up tire him out burn him out a little bit more, gas him out, um, by, at the same time, you getting some rest. Um, but there is a point in some of these, in some of these rounds where you could see Logan wasn't really fully there. Um, he was definitely gassed. He was definitely tired, but he also looked a little bit knocked out. And about the fifth, sixth round, he was definitely feeling like, and it looked like he was knocked out a couple of times. Um, so, We'll see how this goes and we'll see how this works um, in the future um, of boxing, in the future of these entertainment type of events and see where they go. Um, but hopefully we're going to see and we're going to um, find that this is not going to help boxing in the long run. In the short run, it's getting eyes. In the long run, these people will fall off and go to a whole nother sport. There was even a part in a conference where they said, would you even go to MMA and start and start working in MMA since you actually have a little bit of a background in wrestling um, during your time in high school. And that's a possibility for this kid, um, as well as the same for Jake. I mean, honestly, if I was Logan, I would actually kind of look at that a little bit more if you have such a background in grappling um, to test yourself in MMA. Um, it may come out to a way worser uh, <laughs> outcome, but at the same time, if you have one brother deciding that he's going to be over boxing, the other brother wants to be over um, MMA, there's money to be made there and if you ever find a way to mix brand that (laughs) these may be the two kids to do so um so we'll see how this goes um hopefully everybody um whoever watched hopefully you're able to get your money back for it if not kind of sucks for you guys um but as well we're going to move on from there and we're going to talk about something that i just kind of found out a little while ago um so if you're an amazon prime user um What we're finding out is those that have Echoes and those that have um, those Alexas. Um, There's going to be an automatic feature that's going to be starting tomorrow, June 8th, um, where it's called Amazon, I think it's Sidewalk. And this allows people to be able to use a small bit of your bandwidth um, on your Wi-Fi to be able to access Wi-Fi. So they're going to be able to use your Wi-Fi that you're paying for on your bill. And they're going to use a little bit of your bandwidth, to be able to access of course amazon and other platforms um so this is going to be a feature that's going to be added to amazon so if you're looking to opt out find out how to opt out today if you don't um you will be automatically enrolled. you will have the, uh, the opportunity to opt out later on but this is something that's definitely concerning in the idea that he's trying to find a way to share wi-fi across um across um your neighbors are people just walking by um so he's trying to figure out how to do that across the world which is the backwards way of being able to do this if we look at elon musk who is out here um basically shooting out satellites to be able to make worldwide internet worldwide wi-fi um is something and looks like this is bezos's way to be able to combat that and try to be the first one to line um to be able to make this happen um, which is kind of concerning in the fact of that he's going to be hurting a lot of people in this um, venture um, to be able to make worldwide Wi-Fi free for everybody. Um, this is not going to be free for everybody because it's going to be coming out of somebody's pocket. Um, so if I was anybody... Definitely take a look if you happen to have either of those two devices, look into your apps and find a way to be able to opt out of that Amazon sidewalk. Um, it's not going to be helping you in the long run, but hopefully, um, if you do happen to have these apps, you've already known about this information since it wasn't really a hundred percent transparent on how to be able to opt out. Um, but of course, go ahead and take a look and look into that and make sure that you understand what's going on. Um, what I want to leave everybody with today, cause I'm only going to do a 30 minute. I just wanted to do a full reaction and a review to how that fight went last night but i want to leave everybody with these three questions um one who are the people that you have around you two how do you think they value you and three how do you value yourself um these are the three things i want people to really take into themselves and look at and understand what i mean by those three when i'm asking those three questions is to get an aspect of exactly who do you have around you so Are these people doing anything towards your life, towards their life to better themselves? Two, when I'm looking at the aspect of people, how they value you, I'm not saying in the words of how much you're helping them, how much they're helping you in the idea that if they have a conversation and you happen to come in the conversation, what's the effect that they're going to bring? Is it going to be a positive conversation about you or is it going to be a negative conversation about you? This is all going to be in regards to the impact that you have on the people that are around you. You have to look at exactly what you're doing, not for them, but what you're doing to them. How are you impacting their lives as much as how they're impacting your life? And when it comes to that last question, how do you value yourself? What do you feel like in yourself? What do you bring to any table when you're walking in? And I'm not saying on the vibe that you bring. I'm not saying on the way that you think everybody sees you. I'm saying on the fact of what do you see yourself as. So I want you to take some time, think about those questions, come back with any comments, anything that you may have. You can find me at, well, you can contact me at the email mindofjonespod at gmail.com. Um, you can also comment um, as well on my Instagram. I have um, that man Jones, that man underscore Jones um, on Instagram. So if you want to leave me some comments, um, send me some information, go ahead and do so. Um, if you have any questions or if you feel like you have any topics that you think um, you want me to go over. Go ahead and send them to me as well, um, as well as on this podcast. Go ahead and like, subscribe. Also, leave us some stars, man. Um, let me know how these things are going. Let me know how you feel. Um, leave some comments. Um, you can find us on our podcast, pl- on all podcast, on all podcast platforms. Why can I not say that correctly? Um, but you can find us there on any podcast um, platform that you're looking at. Um, I'm on Spotify. Um, On Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, um, as well as um, other platforms as well. So go ahead, leave comments, leave stars, subscribe. Um, I love talking with you guys. And, of course, I want to hear back from you all. So go ahead and leave me some comments. Let me know what you think. Um, Hit me up in the DMs if you have any questions. And from there on, man, um, I'll see you guys next time on our next episode. Um, Hopefully next time I'll have a couple more people on. And we'll continue to kind of build this out um, time by time. Of course, I'm also working on a YouTube channel. So I'll let you guys know um, where to find that as well later on. Once we have some more videos and more content to be put there, I'm trying to do a little bit of a vlog and a little bit of a reactions and also put some of these interviews that I'm doing um, on there as well. So hopefully some things are kind of coming together and things are kind of moving forward. Um, So I'll see you guys next time. And of course, keep yourself cool. Peace.